Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but first let's hear from our podcast sponsors that make it all possible. We want to thank Final Forms for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. Final Forms is the industry leader in registration, but you have to know this. Final Forms is more than just registration. Final Forms is a team, it's technology, and it's a service that serves schools in the areas of compliance, communication, and risk management solutions. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility. It has reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that go with athletics. Can help with team communication and attendance and even certification management for coaches and for athletic directors final forms can help with eligibility with rosters and all the reports that come across your desk and it does this with secure language translation and it's ada compliant you know it's time for you to talk to a team that's walked in your shoes to take the next steps go to finalforms.com forward slash jake once again Go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake to find out exactly what Final Forms can do for you. We also want to say thanks to Violet Defense for their support. Violet Defense is dedicated to protecting our world from germs by bringing the power of UV disinfection to everyday spaces. Their patented technology enables them to harness the power of the sun to incorporate ultraviolet light into products and environments like never before. Whether you're ready to implement existing products, or if you'd like to explore researching and developing a custom deployment of their technology for your school, Violet Defense has the solutions and the experience you need. Go to violetdefense.com for more information about their great products. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year while also creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call them at 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com and find out exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. We also want to say thank you to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They've got a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles along with an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com or to learn more and get started with your own digital Wall of Fame tribute, call them at 614-981-3589 or you can email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to say thank you to Huddle. Remember at Huddle, we power sports. Over 200,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, use Huddle to help their teams play better. Huddle is the complete performance platform. 
They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras like the Huddle Focus. Of course, there's analytics, but there's a lot more. Huddle is also built for every level of play, from club and youth teams all the way through high school and college programs. And even the pros use Huddle to help their teams play at the highest level. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes, a lot of their parents, and the coaches of the college and university teams you're trying to get to recruit your kids. If you want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and your program and how your school can become a Huddle school, Go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. We also want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can find out more about what Hometown Ticketing can do for you and your program by going to hometownticketing.com and talk to their experts. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. And we want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director's Toolbox segment of our podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with the 95% of the parents and the student athletes who really love your program, and it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466 or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them show you how to take your athletic program from good to great. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We've got a really cool guest today, Kelly Oberly uh, from out in California. She is the founder of Access Human Potential. Uh, she works with uh, corporations, uh, athletic organizations. Uh, all, um, you know, with the goal of, you know, trying to maximize, you know, performance, you know, focusing on, you know, mental performance. So uh, Kelly Oberly, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Jake. I'm excited to be here. And yeah, ready uh, to go. Kelly, okay. <laughs> Kelly and I connected uh, through Jen Brooks's uh, Global Community of Women in High School Sports. Uh, she presented for that group, very brief presentation, but very cool, uh, intrigued me. And I reached out to her and she agreed to uh, speak to our audience of ADs and coaches. So Kelly, let's go and jump right in. We always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us that five minute bio, you know, where you were born, where you grew up, you know, what kind of sports background maybe you had and uh, what kind of led you to uh, your current uh, gig uh, founding uh, Access Human Potential. Okay. Well, so I actually was uh, born and raised in St. Louis so I'm a, a Midwest girl at heart. Um, and I, all through growing up, um, I was the third of three girls. Uh, and I had a liking for sports for as long as I can remember. So I played multiple sports. Um, in high school, I really focused on uh, softball and basketball. And those were kind of my two go-to sports. 
I was fortunate enough to get some opportunities in softball. I ended up uh, graduating and going to Northwestern University, and I played softball there um, in uh, Evanston, Illinois. So I was a, a softball player uh, throughout my college career. And when I graduated, I actually had an organizational psych major. And so I had dreams of being in sports marketing, um, but then realized that that might not be the best career for me. So I went into um, corporate sales and marketing um, and management. And so I spent the majority of my career uh, working in high tech firms, doing, um, you know, managing teams. I about 15 years ago or so, um, I was really burnt out of corporate and I thought maybe I'd miss my calling. So I left and I'd always been involved with sports and um, I'd done some volunteer work with some youth teams, uh, but I decided to go back and I um, did some substitute teaching in addition to consulting with organizations. And I coached for two years high school. So I, um, it was two or three years. And I really focused on, um, we had a great program, a lot of kids that um, were you know, exceptional athletes. So I really was able to coach at a pretty high level as far as um, kids that end up going division one, division two. And I um, kind of saw that, that world. And, um, but I also realized that I wasn't going to um, go the route of um, teaching. And so I decided to actually um, dial back a little bit and focus on teaching kids around speed and agility and, and things that make you a better athlete. Um, and so I worked a lot with uh, younger kids and just doing athletic training and consulting. And so I was doing that for, um, for a few years. And then I looked and got an opportunity to go back into corporate. I wanted to complete my master's. So um, I went and worked uh, in executive management and completed my master's in leadership. What I noticed through this time though, was that I went in cycles of burnout and it brought me back to when I was in um, a college athlete and trying to balance school and athletics. And I started to look at you know, different holistic ways to manage burnout for myself um, because my body started to break down, whether it was I was getting colds. Um, I remember when I was in college, I got four or five bronchitis um, episodes and it was just being run down and not really understanding how to, to manage that stress level. Um, and so through all of this, I started looking at holistic ways to, to kind of one, recognize my uh, stress levels and then how to manage them. And I started to actually turn that into programs um, to teach uh, corporations how to kind of build resilience. And um, so I was going through all of that um, and I decided that I was gonna go back out on my own. I did it in 2019, right before COVID, which some say is good and bad, um, but uh, it, was, it was good for me. I have three kids, so I have uh, two 12-year-olds and a 15-year-old. And so through COVID, I was kind of managing, building my business. Um, so I really was learning resilience hands-on um, and also you know, taking care of the kids. And so through that, I did a program for a uh, college and their athletic director was in there. And she was like, this would be a great program for sports. And to be honest, I hadn't really made the connection between all the things I was doing in management and building resilience and my athletic background. And so 
what I've focused on over the last year, year and a half is really trying to still work with teams in an organization, um, but try to bring this to uh, both high school and college level. Um, and performance is, an, is a part of it, but it's really about trying to help people get to a state where they're not stressed out and they're not suffering from anxiety. So performance becomes much more natural. So that's kind of my five minute, hopefully I was five minutes. <laughs> so. Oh, no, it was great. And I, I love how you talked about, you know, the performance being, you know, kind of an umbrella term, you know, there, there's a lot of different things that we all do in our life. You know, um, you know, you know, your job uh, for an adult, that would be, you know, maybe the sports for a college or high school athlete. Uh, but there's so much in addition to that that we, you know, try to do in a 24 hour period. So, yeah, performance uh, as it applies to life uh, and other things. Very cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, for our listeners, we're visiting today with Kelly Oberly. She's the founder of Access Human Potential. We're going to find out a little bit more about that, what it involves, and maybe how it can help you as an athletic director. Well, let's take a quick break and hear from one of our podcast sponsors. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Final Forms for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. Final Forms is the industry leader in athletic registration, but you have to know this. Final Forms is more than just forms. Final Forms is a team, it's technology, and it's a service that helps schools in the areas of compliance, communication, and even provides risk management solutions. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility and has reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that go with being an athlete. Final Forms can help with team communication and attendance, and even certification management for coaches. And for athletic directors, Final Forms can help with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. And it does this using secure language translation and ADA compliance. You know, it's time for you to talk to a team that's walked in your shoes to take the next steps and find out what Final Forms can do for you and your program. Go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. One more time. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started and find out exactly what Final Forms can do for you. Welcome back, everyone. We're visiting today with Kelly Overly, who is the founder of Access Human Potential. We're going to find out a little bit more about that, but first, Kelly, we always uh, like to hear about the mentors that have uh, been involved in our guest's life. None of us get to where we're at on our own. So who've been some of the people that have helped you along the way? Yeah, Jake, you know, I, I've thought about this question. And, I, you know, when I think about mentors and I go back in time, uh, I had had a, um, a rougher childhood growing up, um, but I was fortunate to have sports as an outlet for me. And so I would say my earliest mentors would be some of the, the recreational coaches that I started with um, that, you know, provided a, an avenue to make it fun um, so that I could always fall back when it started to get super competitive. And sometimes the fun gets lost in, in the competition that I could remember that. Um, but also my grandmother was the team grandmother. So she was the one who was able to, um, my parents had to work nights. So she was the one who was able to kind of take me to my games. And she, I think, 
you know, had that unconditional love for me. So I was able to, I was pretty hard on myself growing up as far as, you know, trying to be the best I could be as an athlete. And I had to work a little harder. I didn't have some of the, um, the talents that people naturally have. So I, I had to put in a lot of time. And I think that, that she showed me that support that, you know, she was there for me and my teammates. And so I think she showed that you could, you could be competitive in sports, but you could also be um, supportive. And so that's, that was, as far as if I look at my early career, um, obviously through college, there were different players that kind of modeled behavior for me, um, both positive and negative. So I kind of learned sometimes from the behavior that I didn't want to be known for. Um, so I think, you know, sometimes mentors are, I don't know if you call them reverse mentors, but um, that they can kind of show you a way that maybe that's not the way you want to be. Um, and then in my career, especially early in my career, um, I was fortunate to get uh, a couple of uh, managers and, and leaders who saw some potential and they put me in positions either to be noticed um, or to work on projects that would help me grow. Uh, and so I think that that's been one of those things that I look back on and say, you know, how do you help other people the way you've been helped? Um, so you, you just try to model that behavior. So it's hard to say specific people. Um, it's kind of a general, general feel. You know, I, I'm glad you took the question down that little path. So I'm going to ambush you here. Um, <laughs> you know, in, in our profession, you know, leadership and education and coaching, you know, mentoring is so important. And, and I love how you, you I appreciate your candor and, and sharing about, um, you know, the impact that coaches maybe had in your life. So you brought it up. Um, what's an example? You don't have to name the person or something, but what's an example where, you know, you have felt called uh, to give back? Uh, and mentor that next generation. Uh, can you share a quick one with us? Yeah, so actually what's interesting is when, um, when I was working in my 20s, um, I actually did a lot of volunteer coaching. And so um, I worked with younger athletes because I felt um, and, and not for like not running camps as I was older, I ran some camps, you know, where people would come and, and sign up, um, but more like the, the recreational league to um, try to support younger athletes that maybe don't always see um, females in, in coaching positions. So is that what you're kind of asking or <laughs> it, it, it's a great example uh uh so uh, I, I appreciate you sharing and, and you can uh, share some more or if that's the story we're okay with that too now you know I, I think you know a part of going back to coach um when i was pretty steady and stable in my career um was was the feeling that maybe i had missed something that i was too driven um you know, I went to a, an, a university where career was, was what people did, right? Um, so I, I graduated and uh, I, I wanted to be out in the world. And, you know, I sometimes think if I would have went to a different university, my path would have been different. Um, and so I, I was in a position where I could leave and, and I could coach high school, which is, you know, not exactly, some people looked at it like it wasn't the greatest career move um, for me financially. <laughs> so, um, 
but it was really like, I felt that calling. Um, and I really did look at, should I have been a teacher and should I have been, you know, coaching and probably just where I was at in my life, that was a decision that I couldn't go back and change, but at least I was able to get, um, get some experience. And, and I think that, uh, and I tell my kids this too, is look at the decisions that you're making and understand, you know, there's different forks in the road and it's not right or wrong. Um, but make them for the right decisions or for the right reasons. Um, so I think that calling of getting back, and I think right now the calling of looking and saying, um, you know, it is a, it's, it's tough to be a, a person right now um, in the world with all the anxiety and stress that's, that's happening. And there are people who are fortunate enough to have avenues to understand how to release that. And I feel like in athletics, especially, um, that there is a give back part that says, look, I know what it's like on the leadership side and I know what it's like on the um, corporate world. And I also know what it's like to be a student athlete. And those, there's a lot more resources now, but there's still a stigma attached to that of, hey, maybe, maybe I do need a little bit of help that's outside of just performance. So... Well, very cool stuff. Uh, I, I love how you mentioned, uh, you know, the university was to get you out into the world. Um, you know, I wanted to stay at the university because I didn't want to go out in the world. I was enjoying being a, an athlete and a student. And then that's why I went into teaching and coaching uh, because I didn't want a, a quote, real job. So uh, uh, I ended up, uh, you know, doing that for 41 years. So I, I guess it worked out okay. But uh, no, and, and, you know, and, and I think, Maybe I need to explain that a little. So in at where I went, we had the choice of going the kind of more the teacher route um, in education or the business route. And I wasn't sure which way to go. And I was directed to go more based on my background um, to go more of the, the business route. And I think if I had it all to do over, I would have went um, to to be able to teach and coach, if that makes sense. Like, you know, if, if you looked back, so I don't regret anything, but I sure. think, yeah. um, I think, you know, I didn't have it. In that case, I didn't have the mentor. The mentor I had was more of a business mentor as opposed to an academic um, right. and athletic mentor. Right. No, but again, it seems to have worked out pretty well. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> For our listeners, uh, we're visiting with uh, Kelly Oberly, she's the founder of Access uh, Human Potential. We're going to take a uh, little bit of a dive into that when we come back from the break. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thanks to Huddle for their support of the podcast. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Over 200,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, use Huddle to help their teams play better using video and analytics. Huddle's the complete performance platform. They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras like the Huddle Focus. There's always been analytics, but there's a whole lot more. Huddle's also built for every level of play, from club and youth programs all the way through high school and college teams, and even the pros are using Huddle to help their athletes play at the highest level. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student-athletes, a lot of their parents, and the coaches of the teams you're trying to get to recruit your kids. If you want to find out more, 
about what Huddle can do for you and your program and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to Huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. <clears throat> Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest today is Kelly Oberly. She's the founder of Access Human Potential. Kelly, uh, you've talked a little bit about, you know, what Access Human Potential is, but uh, let's uh, take a little bit of a dive into it. Uh, our audience is, is ADs. Uh, they came out of the coaching world usually. And in that two-hour practice, uh, there's only, you know, two hours. And, and so choosing what you're going to devote to, you know, conditioning or skill development or teamwork um, you know, that's always the challenge for a coach and, you know, for an AD. So what is, uh, what is access human potential? Uh, you know, how does it work? And, you know, maybe, you know, why should a coach or an AD listening um, decide to devote some of their practice time to it? Can you help us out? Let me, let me give it a stab. <laughs> so uh, access human potential, what we have created or what I've created is, is really the idea of, building resilience to be a better performer. And so again, kind of had looked at it from uh, teams and have, have now segued into also working with athletic teams um, and coaches and athletic directors. And so what we, tr what we do is we'll go in and customize programs based on the needs of the organization so, or of the team. So for some teams, it's performance-based. They've got kids that are in their heads or they've got kids that are struggling. And so they want to program around um, learning how to handle stress and use stress in, in a proactive way and a positive way so that you can get better performance. Uh, we have athletic directors that, that reach out to us regarding coaches to help coaches um, be able to, one, uh, manage their own stress because obviously it's been a super stressful time. So, you know, if you're running a team, you're only going to be as strong as, as you're feeling. And so with burnout is a huge factor um, in organizations and it's a huge factor in coaching and athletic directors also. So we have some programs around um, managing stress and also being able to perform as far as difficult conversations, communication, and, and understanding what their why is because that's a big portion of um, managing stress and, and being in a, in a better place to be able to lead. Um, so those are the types of programs that we really, um, we really work with. And, you know, for athletic directors and for coaches, you know, the challenge is how do you fit all of this in? Um, and when, you know, you are, you know, for the most part, wins and losses matter and performance matters. So you never want to move away from what will help you be, you know, successful in your, your career. But most of the science shows and the data shows that if you can help people manage the way that they handle anxiety and stress, they will be better performers. And, and I think that although coaches can do that, they also have a responsibility to, to put people in places to help their athletes be successful. So some coaches are, are very strong at the X's and O's, right? Some are very strong at the people management. 
Um, some are strong at strength and conditioning. Um, and then they bring in outside people to help them on those other things. And so I think, you know, the area of mental performance um, is so broad. Um, you have to kind of just look at what's going to be best for your program. And are you really handling um, the anxiety that's happening for both athletes and for coaches and for athletic directors in general? Um, and so that's kind of what we are trying to do is, is be a, a resource. And I think that's a great, great way to phrase it. I don't think there's a single coach or AD that's listening now that would um, disagree that, you know, the, the mental performance aspect of overall athletic performance is underutilized and so very important. It's just getting to that tipping point where they begin to devote time or bring in someone, uh, you know, like yourself, um, to address that and, and help their student athletes, you know, become so much better. Um, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, I'm going to ask Kelly to, you know, take us on a, a deeper dive into uh, some of the things that maybe she's done with organizations or teams uh, to maybe illustrate, um, you know, how it can happen with your program. And, you know, again, always repeating the why it should happen. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back. We want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive for their support. Sideline Interactive can help your school's athletic department raise $10,000 or more every single year with their scoring tables and video boards. It also helps create the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. To find out more, go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com and see just what their fantastic products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. Welcome back everyone to the Educational AD Podcast. We're visiting today with Kelly Oberly. Kelly, um, you gave us some broad brush strokes of uh, access, human potential. Let's take a deeper dive. You know, what are some things that you've done with uh, teams or corporations or, you know, other, other entities that'll, again, help paint a picture for that uh, cranky old athletic director or coach that still isn't quite sold on, on how they can incorporate these types of mental performance, mental health activities into their existing practice plan? Yeah, so I'll kind of walk through a couple of different scenarios that that we've worked with. Um, So one that was right at the height of COVID was working with a a local out here, Santa Ana College, a a JC program, uh, where we worked with their women's basketball program. And they, um, we were reinforcing some things that that they've always done with their, um, their program around you know, mental, um, mental toughness and, you know, understanding resilience. Um, but what we, we did is we created a program for them because they weren't able to practice. Uh, so they were very, they could practice on their own, but they couldn't be together. And so, you know, for student athletes, and I, I think athletic directors understand this and coaches do too, you know, to lose a, a year of that 
you know, especially as an 18 to 20, 21 year old, where you've been playing your whole life, and then to have your world disrupted, maybe the first month or so might have been, hey, this was a nice break. But after a while, you start to lose your identity and, and why you're really doing the things you're doing. So with this program, we created a program around one, helping them understand their stressors. And we did it all via uh, Zoom. So we did, you know, let's understand what's stressing you out with, you know, for home. Um, it's a JC, so a lot of the kids were also working um, and also, you know, trying to play basketball and also stay connected with their team. So we were able to create exercises where they, it was kind of a team building, but it was with an idea of, hey, this is what's going on with you. Um, you know, why you might be feeling angry or you might be frustrated or you might not just feel like, hey, in the morning, do I really want to do anything? Do I want to work on, on stuff on my own? So that was part of it. And then we actually integrated some things around uh, character strengths so that they could understand that they were more than just the athlete. They were more than just the performance. So a lot of times with um, teams, you know, the, the people who are playing all the time get most of the accolades. Um, the people on the bench maybe don't get as much. When you start integrating things like character strengths, you start to say, hey, you know, maybe the humor that you have, you might not be the one who's scoring all the points, but that humor is a very valuable part of being a teammate um, and, and helps us, you know, and use that more. So with character strengths, it's, it's one of those things that if you can use them and you're aware of what they are, then we can shape a team around, hey, these are our character strengths. So, um, you know, things like, forgiveness. You know, if you've got a team that's really hot-headed hot against referees, you can talk about forgiveness and, and how, hey, it doesn't mean that you're okay with the call, but maybe you don't need to be yelling at the, the referee right now in, in the heat of the moment. So it helps with coaches and, um, and with players. Um, but really that, that program, we focused on them understanding their stresses and then understanding what they brought to the to the table as not only an athlete, but as a human being. Um, and what was cool about it was they got to talk about what was going on and they got to bond even though they couldn't be together. Um, and they got to understand what their purpose was as far as being a teammate um, and, and a person in, in a scarier time, you know, where not everyone could put words around it. Um, so that, but that program, whether it's during COVID or it's outside of COVID, um, that's a great program for uh, schools that are really trying to build camaraderie um, and maybe trying to get to that next level of working together and, and being valued as, as teammates. Well, those are all really great uh, examples, uh, you know, and hopefully that paints a, a more clear picture for that uh, uh, that individual we were talking about. We're going to do this at the end of the podcast, but if one of our listeners wants to reach out, uh, pick your brain a little bit more, find out more about um, Access Human Potential, what's the best way they can get in touch with you? So they they can reach me. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on, so under my name, Kelly Oberly. Uh, you can also uh, reach out to on our website, which is accesshumanpotential.com. So, so pretty simple or K Oberly at accesshumanpotential.com. So um, those are our easy ways to, to reach us. <laughs> Very easy. Okay. Kelly Oberly, Access Human Potential. We're going to be back with some more. So please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast.
We also want to say thank you to Vital Signs Wall of Fame. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They've got a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles and an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com or learn more and get started with your digital Wall of Fame tribute. Call them at 614-981-3589 or email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. We're back with Kelly Oberly from Access Human Potential. Kelly, one of the questions we've been asking our guests has to do with this idea of toughness. Um, you know, in, in my opinion, uh, you know, toughness is still an important quality of the athletic experience. Uh, I, I think some people say resilience and I hear toughness. Uh, um, how does a, a coach or leader um, help kids or let's say adults uh, to develop toughness? while also being sensitive to and aware of uh, the very real social emotional challenges that uh, Generation Z is experiencing these days. Uh, do you have any advice for us? Yeah, so, you know, toughness is, I grew up in the era of, you know, um, like, wipe it off, shake it off, get up, you know, if, if you Absolutely. can walk, you can play. <laughs> like, um, and I think, you know, I don't think that there's anything wrong with physical toughness and, and pushing physical toughness. I think where we struggle is understanding that that toughness isn't just about physical toughness. And um, everyone has their threshold of pain and what they can tolerate. Uh, but I think that, you know, when I look back on, on how I was pushed, I think that there were things that that made me who I am today. Um, you know, I went bowling with my kids the other day, and you know, there's a part of me that still wants to win every time I, I do something. Um, and and I think you know, I, I I was conditioned that way. But I think for athletes in my generation and in you know today's generation, we have to be cognizant of of what mental toughness really means. And it doesn't mean that you just shake everything off and you don't feel what you need to feel um, or you don't admit when things are, are um, overwhelmed. So what happens is that, you know, you just push those things down until they boil over and you see it, you see it with anger. I mean, we've seen instances of it with both coaches, with parents and with athletes um, of where, you know, they're acting out of character. Um, where they get so angry. And I think part of that is, is just not having those honest conversations around, hey, am I, you know, sometimes I need to step back. And it doesn't mean I'm weak. It just means I need to step back and maybe take, take a day off or take a little time to be, um, to feel what I need to feel. You know, the whole, there's no crying in baseball. Well, you know, Science says crying can be a huge release that will make you a much better performer um, if that's what you need to do. So that's not a sign of weakness. It's just 
how someone processes their pain or their anger um, or their, their anxiety. And I think we, you know, part of what we try to do is educate around what is toughness and how do you build it without breaking someone? And I think that's kind of the, um, that's the magic of creating an, um, an individual human. They're also an athlete, but they're a human first that is, um, that can be, have a growth mindset that can move past things. But just because you move past it, you have to move through it. You can't just bypass it. And I think sometimes when we try to teach toughness, we're trying to teach them to just bypass it instead of moving through it. That's right. You, you touched on such an important point of, you know, communicating, you know, exactly what you mean, you know, by, you know, being tough. Um, you know, a, as you said, back in the old days, I'm much older than you. Um, you know, come on, Jake, you got to be tough or come on, Jake, you suck it up you know, we, we knew what they meant and, and, and we did it. And I think over the years, we've learned better ways to, you know, more fully communicate those concepts. Uh, so very, very good stuff. This has been really cool finding out more about uh, your program and a little bit about you. Uh, but we're not done yet. Uh, we always like to wrap up with what we call the athletic director's toolbox. You know, you've been a, a successful athlete, successful coach. Uh, but right now, I'm going to challenge you to send out a brand new athletic director on the very first job, but I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and hear from Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack, who sponsored the Athletic Toolbox segment. And when we come back, we're going to find out what Kelly Oberly is going to put in her athletic toolbox. Please stay with us. We want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director Toolbox segment. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with the 95% of the parents and the players that really love your program. And it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466. Or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them show you how to take your athletic program from good to great. Well, it's that time. We've been visiting with Kelly Oberly of Access Human Potential. Kelly, right now, uh, I'm going to ask you to send out a brand new athletic director, but I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. What three items are going to go in Kelly Oberly's athletic director toolbox. Okay. So the first I think is, especially as a new athletic director, because I look at it as your, your new leader, right? Um, so one of the things that I've seen when I've led and also um, people that I've worked with is organization and organizational tool is one of the most critical pieces of being a good leader. And what I mean by that is, is whether it's, you know, calendar 
or it's um, having a process of knowing how I'm going to organize everything so that I don't get overwhelmed. So that's probably the first type of tool that I would, I would say. Um, a second is really around communication and conflict. So understanding what your communication style is going to be and what your conflict style is so that you know when you're dealing, because um, I know in my own personal experience as both a coach and as a parent now um, and as an athlete, that communication is, is one of the best tools that you can have to avoid conflict. And having a conflict style that allows you to not avoid conflict, but address it in a positive manner can help you avoid so many things as an athletic director um, and, and really run the program that you'd like to, um, like to be known as and, and as a leadership. Um, the third I would say is to know who you can have as mentors um, and as confidants. So a lot of times in organizations, uh, especially like as an entrepreneur, which I think is what an athletic director really is, is you end up feeling like you're doing it all on your own. You may not be able to talk to your coaches because they're your coaches um, and you want to project leadership. So find those people that you can reach out to, whether it's the athletic director's toolbox, um, whether it's, you know, fellow athletic directors, um, or even people in the community that can help you bounce ideas off um, and not feel so overwhelmed. And then the fourth tool is, is kind of the work that I do, whether it's me or it's someone in your area, um, find people that can help you understand your stressors and not get burnt out. Because, you know, one of the things we really focus on is regulating the central nervous system. That's kind of the, the bottom line of stress management. So you need to have awareness and then you need to have tools that help you be, um, not be overwhelmed with the things that happen. And, and I don't, it doesn't mean that you're weak. It just means that you're human um, because being in a new position, you've got a lot of stressors and you've got a lot of unknowns. So I think those type of tools um, they may be more, a little bit different than a traditional um, athletic director toolbox. Um, but I think if you look at yourself as the leaders you are, um, and you have to be in the best frame of mind, and you don't want to get burnt out. And it's very, it's very real um, what's happening with athletic directors, with coaches, um, the burnout and, and the anxiety is, is real. And so finding some, um, some things that can help you as a leader is, is critical. And we'd like to say that all of our tool suggestions are good because they really are. Uh, but the ones you gave, uh, those are actually, you know, well up in our list of uh, the top 20 tools for success. And, uh, and those tools that you just suggested are going to go into the second edition of the athletic director's toolbox, which uh, listeners, that's going to be out probably the first or second week in July. Uh, Kelly Oberly, uh, thanks so much for being on the podcast. One more time, if one of our listeners wants to reach out, find out a little bit more about the programs that you offer, uh, how can they get a hold of you? Email is great. So K-O-B as in boy, E-R-L-E at accesshumanpotential.com. Uh, you can go on our website. There's um, ways to reach out to us via um, our website or 
which is accesshumanpotential.com. I'm also on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Um, and one thing I just wanted to mention is, you know, with mental um, mental performance or you know building resilience, these don't have to be these huge programs. They can be small steps. Um, that just move people in the right direction. So we do a lot around um, micro learnings also, uh, so that it doesn't, it's not two hours in a day or, or things like that. So there's all different ways that you can start to address this. Um, and, and I think for, you know, for athletic directors, you know, it's as critical for you from a health and wellness perspective as it is for your coaches and as it is for your athletes. So that was my one little... No. And again, I'm so glad you shared that today and, and so glad you're on the program. Okay. Kelly Oberly, Access Human Potential. Thanks so much and all the best moving forward. Thanks, Jake. For listeners, remember the Zoom recordings of all of our interviews uh, get uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening today. Come back just about every day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast. And before we go, we want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing for their support. Hometown Ticketing is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can find out more about what Hometown Ticketing can do for you and your program by going to hometownticketing.com and talking to their experts. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. Thanks again for listening to today's episode. Uh, come back again next time for another episode of the Educational AD Podcast.